You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode 32 of Take About Podcast. I'm Eli Chokash. And I am Sydney Lucas, and we have a great episode for you today. We have an incredible guest. She's had the most incredible career from the start and to where she is now. Her literal, we'll get into this in the, in the actual uh, episode, but her literal first audition was the first job she booked, and then her second audition ever was the second job she booked both of them broadway um and she is she has been in she was in line the the 2019 um uh, live action lion king uh and she was in us the horror film uh, directed by jordan peele and uh with lupita nyong'o and uh, I, I mean she is so immensely talented and and oh, she was also in Hairspray Live. <laughs> Come on, uh, <laughs> she's done so much. I, I, this is prob- this is probably the most fascinating uh, research experience I've ever had because I I just I her her career is is. Uh, incredible yeah so <laughs> without further ado i mean that was pretty pretty good uh without further ado shahadi right joseph curtain up Today, we have a guest who I'm sure literally anyone has seen, whether it's on the big screen, on Broadway, at home on your TV, in magazines, or on billboards, you name it, she's been there. Um, This award-nominated actress is known for her work in The Lion King, Us, Hairspray Live, and so much more, and we can't wait to hear all of her stories. Uh, So welcome to Take a Vow podcast, Shahadi Wright-Joseph. Welcome. We're so honored to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're so Yay. excited. This is like taking me back to like us all in the Lion King theater, just like making <laughs> bags and all that Halloween costumes and all that fun stuff. I'm oh so God. excited. I really do miss like our Broadway days, us being so young and getting to work and getting to do what we love that was probably my favorite thing about my childhood <laughs> yeah and yes. to the broadway park and doing like halloween at the lion king theater yeah so that many was memories uh, shahadi one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is hearing how each and every person gets into the business 
and your start in the business was kind of insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> your first audition ever was the first show that you ever booked, and that was Lion King on Broadway. Can yes, you, it was. Yeah. Can you, like, tell us, first of all, how you found out about it, uh, what the audition process was like, and, like, how you felt when you when you got it, when you booked it? Of course. So, basically, my mom was just driving one day, and she actually heard um, an audition for The Lion King on the radio, and... She, uh, she told me and my sister about it. And she was like, I mean, do you guys want to do it? Like, you know, it'll just be fun. At that time, I did not know how big Broadway really was. I, I had only seen like one Broadway show. I didn't think that it was that big. So I auditioned for it. And I, I tried my best. And I kept getting more and more callbacks. Um, and it was probably over the span of like six months of auditioning. And my parents were like, She's getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we might actually have to do this. Um, and then I would say right after the summer, we got a call um, from Jason Steyer, actually, who was the casting director, and he casted me. Um, and he told me that I booked it and that rehearsals would be starting in like a week. And my parents oh my were like, God. oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, what What does that mean? What is <laughs> Um, I had no idea, but it was, it was probably, that's probably like my biggest accomplishment. Um, and you know, I really have to give it all to the people who, who helped me, my family and my, my parents and Jason, of course, and everybody who coached me and, you know, it's been such a great ride since then. They just thought it, they thought it would be just some fun experience auditioning. Little did they know. Oh my God. Yes. Did you like did you know that this was like something that you could possibly be doing for the rest of your life? I mean, I always knew that I was going to be in some form of the arts because my mm-hmm. parents, my parents own a, a dance studio. So, um, and they're choreographers and my mom dances uh, for Alvin Ailey. So oh, wow. I always knew that I was going to be in the arts in some way. I thought that I was going to be like some kind of a dancer, or, you know, I don't know. Um, but I did not know that I was going to become an actor, like the only actor in the family. Um, so that's great. I have a lot of help with my auditions because of my parents. And <laughs> that's always great. And I have lots of coaches who can help me whenever I need it. That's, that's awesome. Great. What a cool story. Um, so then literally your second audition you ever had, you went two for two. Uh, your second audition was for School of Rock. And you originated the role of Madison. Uh, So like, what was, because obviously like Lion King and School of Rock were very different and there were different processes, you know, like you originated the role, so you opened the show. Um, Talk about like, you know, you had a Broadway show under your belt, but talk about like the difference in the experience and what it was like making a new show. Totally. Um, Well, with Lion King, there would be another actress and we would, you know, alternate roles every day so that we weren't performing, you know, eight shows a week. But in School of Rock, they did not do that. It was just mm. performing every single show. So, of course, it, it was more tiring. There was a lot of work that needed to be done, um, which I did kind of enjoy. You know, it, it really did push me. And also, while I was going into School of Rock, I still had my contract with Lion King. So I still had to be doing shows while going into rehearsals for School of Rock. So sometimes I would have to take off days or I would have to, like, run from one theater to the other and go down to 50th street from 44th. Um, so that was, that was a lot. I really don't know how my parents did that. Yeah. <laughs> good for you guys. They were working full time and would take me to auditions and to rehearsals and all of that. And I was still doing full-time school as well. 
Um, mm. It was absolutely insane. Shout out to parents. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how much work that must have been for all of you. Yeah, yeah. And plus, we also lived in Brooklyn. Well, we still live in Brooklyn. So that would be like, what, like an hour, 45 minutes on the train. Oh, my. Um, and then getting home by like midnight, maybe after a show. And then going to school in the morning by like 6 a.m. It was just insane. <sighs> it was crazy. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. And the fact that you you did it just one after the other, like the first thing you ever auditioned for, you booked, and then the second thing you ever auditioned for, we did booked. not get a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no breaks no. needed. No. Good for you though. Like that's that's pretty impressive. And uh, I mean, obviously, like so. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. This happens all the time. My brain works way too fast. Um, <laughs> so obviously, like doing that you know it like prepares you for like so many things and you don't even know at the time um but like you you then did like two broadway shows and then you kind of had an interesting transition into the film industry um and you made your first on-screen appearance in hairspray live as little inez um so obviously like knowing that you know you had two broadway shows under your belt like did it help with that process and kind of being like oh well i kind of know what it's kind of like but now there's cameras in front of me and stuff like that i mean most definitely that that did help a lot especially with the rehearsal process and i know that everybody used to tell me when i was younger that i would be good for the role because i don't know like reminded them of me or something I don't know um so when I got the audition and I booked the role of little Inez I know that they were starting with rehearsals and all of that and then I found out that it was going to be live and I was like I do live shows all the time on Broadway we do it live there's no going back but usually we have another show to make up for after that there's always another show coming up um So that was a little bit nerve wracking to me because it was like, oh, I can't like redo things. I just got to It's live. This this is only this is like my one chance. Um, So that was that was a little bit nerve wracking for me. But, you know, I'm always performing in front of thousands of people, but I usually can't see them, which was the same thing that was happening during Hairspray Live. So a lot of the things that were happening were really familiar to me. Um, And I think that I really just had to go out there and do it because that was like my only chance. Yeah. Were you nervous for it or were you like, I'm a pro? I feel like it was a mixture of both. Yeah. I mean, like for my parts that I was more featured in, I was more nervous because, you know, everybody was going to be looking at just me or, you know, I always had those thoughts in my head, those weird intrusive thoughts. Um, but I think that in total, I don't think that I could have regretted anything that happened during that show. It was fantastic. And I think that that was probably one of my favorite moments in my career (laughs) even though it low-key like just started (laughs) did you hear the audience i i remember there being like an audience outside Mm -hmm. were you able to hear them i could hear them because there was like a little like mini audience a little mini audience in the studio actually performing so i could hear them and that actually made me feel more comfortable because that reminded me of broadway and i had literally just finished the school of rock so that was very it was very familiar to me yeah you get that kind of immediate feedback whereas yeah. whereas with if you didn't have an audience you're like I don't know how did, did I do I, I don't know how I did. And that's why I love like in-person auditions I'm not like a big fan of yeah I like to know what casting directors are thinking you know how they like give me notes and you know I love that feeling and I love the adrenaline it makes 
we do well. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm the opposite way. I, I yeah. love self-tapes because I just get to do it as many times as I want. Yep. No, I don't know. There's something about like doing it live where you have that like one shot and just like you got to do it. And like if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you got to use it. And it's like, totally. I don't know. It's totally like you said, it's like an adrenaline rush when it like yeah. is all done. I don't know. I love that feeling. Um, <laughs> but do you feel like, you know, working, doing a musical like on screen helped you with future on screen projects? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I guess that I learned how to work around and with the camera uh, when I started doing Hairspray Live, especially while dancing and performing and actually doing a musical. I feel like that was much harder than just, you know, simply acting and talking to another person in like dialogue. Um, so I feel like that most definitely launched my career into film and that helped me with my love of film more. Um, so I really did enjoy that. Do you think awesome. do you think Broadway helped you at all with moving into film? Like did you is there anything that's that you learned specifically from Broadway that you could take with you um whether, whether it be I know I know sometimes the transition between Broadway and, and TV or film can be a little jarring because they're so you have you physically have to act differently in both of them. Um, but was there was there anything that that surprised you that the difference between the two, or was there anything you took from one to the other? Um, well, during Broadway, you know, we I know that all three of us we know that we always try to get things so perfect on the first try, and I think that that actually helped me in uh, getting into film because I feel like I was really really trying my best on each take, you know. Um, sure. I'm usually like, oh, there's no going back. You know, you can't just like fix it. When in film, you literally can. You can just say, oh, I don't want to, I don't really like that. I want to start again. I want to do this. You know, you have a lot more control and a lot more um, decision-making when you're in film. So I, I did really enjoy that. And I feel like that helped me be more precise with my acting, like film acting, um, and just more accurate with what I wanted the character to be or, you know, who I wanted to portray. Mm. I never thought about that. That's cool. It's a cool way to look at it. Mm -hmm. But it is, I see that because, I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I don't know, like, every scene you, you do for film, like, you do one take, or one scene, you say, uh, like, 20 times, you know, yeah. and like, you never know, of those 20 times, which one's gonna which get used. So you have to be perfect. Like each time. Which one they're gonna like more, you know, I try to make sure that I'm I like, every single take because you never know what they're going to use um, right so sometimes i don't like being surprised when i look at it and i'm like oh i didn't <laughs> like that one. Oh, they used one i didn't like <laughs> right um back back to hairspray live just for a second uh you, the amount of legends you worked with in that show <laughs> is just beyond insane because it's not only it's not only broadway legends not only movie legends not only music legends um you got disney legends too it's <laughs> so many legends um you had dove cameron ariana grande you Kristen Chenoweth, garrett clayton jennifer hudson literally so many people uh first of all what was it like meeting them and then second of all what was it like working with them do you have any cool behind the scenes stories of working with them oh my gosh totally i mean like i was let me see. I was like 12, 11 at the time oh, wow. um, when I did that. So I was really trying so hard not to like fangirl. And my mom, yeah. my mom was like, don't be weird when you meet them. Please do not be weird. <laughs> it was the weirdest feeling getting to like uh, meet 
the idols that you've been watching for years. I had probably watched like the uh like what was it? Oh yeah, like the Teen Beach movie. Like, oh yeah. Before that, and then I started to get to meet Garrett, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're real. Like that was <laughs> into me. Um, and I think that my favorite part about it was when we heard Jennifer Hudson sing like for the first time live in the studio. And it literally sounded like a cast recording. It was absolutely insane. She's probably the most talented person that I've ever met. Wow. That's awesome. And that's like high praise because you've met some pretty cool people. Because just that little list there, like there were so many more people that you worked with and met that we'll get to in a second. Uh, but before we talk about like the movies and the TV, uh, the, uh, the movies and um I just wanted to ask, so you most recently, we, we, we talked a lot about readings on the podcast uh, mm-hmm. recently in the past couple episodes, um, but you've actually just came off of doing a virtual reading of a yeah. show called Schoolgirls or the African Mean Girls Play, uh, and you read alongside more stars like <laughs> Cynthia Arrivo, Arrivo and Ashley Murray and Storm Reed and, and so many more people. Like, so... Tell us a little bit about um, just a virtual project, I guess, and also, you know, like a reading and just like what you were able to learn virtually and like seeing how they work and all that. Right. Well, as you both know, you know, I go to a performing arts uh, school and, you know, during quarantine, we all have to do our little Zoom acting projects (laughs) over Zoom. And it feels weird, but I've kind of gotten used to it. Um, so when I found out that we were going to be doing the reading over Zoom, I was like, how is that even going to work? Um, just with like, you know, I know that play has a lot of blocking and it has a lot of things that incorporate, you know, actually being in person. Um, so I was, I was a little bit confused, but then when we started rehearsal, everything felt so natural. Um, Mm. and I basically, I, I know and love and have been inspired by basically everybody in that cast. So it was kind of crazy seeing them on my screen and talking to me and talking to them. And it's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, tell us a little bit, because just just for like people listening and even us, um, talk to us a little bit about the story of the show. Yeah. Well, basically, um, as you guys, if you've seen Mean Girls, it's basically um, like that show, uh, (laughs) like that movie, like the film Mean Girls, um, except it takes place um, in a boarding school in Ghana. Um, so if you, let me see, who was, let me try to figure out which character related to, okay, so I played the character of Mercy, which was basically, um, Karen in Mean Girls. Oh, okay. Um, So that was, that was a lot of fun because I don't usually get to play roles like that. So it was, I feel like it was a fun exercise for myself as well. Not only just being able to, um, act with some of my favorite actors, but really just like a way for me to grow and stretch as an actor. And now for a brief intermission to prepare for the rest of the episode. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Speaking of having to uh, play roles that are different from what you have ever played before, mm-hmm. let's talk about us. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that was a good transition. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, you Well, you technically played two different characters um, in Us. And obviously from Lion King uh, to School of Rock and, and everything you've ever done yeah. before. Obviously, that's a bit of a different kind of role. <laughs> Um, definitely a lot more dramatic. Uh, what what would what was it like um, to take on a more dramatic role like that? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit more challenging than I thought than I thought that it was going to be. While we're on Broadway, we're so like um, animated, and you know we're always doing the most. To be honest, like, sure. <laughs> so when you start getting into drama, you kind of have to like do the opposite of what you've learned your entire you know Broadway career. Um, so that was a little bit confusing for me. And when I when I first got the audition, we saw that it was an untitled uh, Jordan Peele film. So when my dad and I read it, we were like, oh, this is going to be insane. This is going to be because <laughs> we had just seen Get Out and we were like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And that was oh, that's probably one of my favorite films to this day. Um, so we were like, this is going to be something different. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the sides were just so crazy because I feel like there were two different scenes and basically one of the sides one of the scenes was for Zora and the other scene was uh from this other movie a long time ago but that one was basically for my other character Umbre which is her doppelganger mm-hmm. um and, you know one was evil and one was no- normal I guess <laughs> um and that was that was probably the hardest audition I've ever had to do and I will not watch it to this day I'm not gonna watch it <laughs> really you haven't watched it before no, my dad watched it while he was editing it and sending no. it um but i will not i will not watch it at all wait your dad edited the movie no 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 no. oh i was gonna say <laughs> oh oh okay got it got it got it i was like whoa um <laughs> but he edits, edits all of my auditions and he sends them he sends them out to my agents of course um, but I have I have not watched my audition to this day. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. To be the not only the person who is like scared, but to also be the person who's doing the scaring. <laughs> yeah, it takes so much range. So so yes, it, so you're pretty much acting opposite yourself, your doppelganger, Umbre. Yeah. Um, what was it like playing two different people in the same scene? Like, how did that work filming wise? And then also, were there, how did you get into both characters? Were there days where you just had to transition between both characters? 
yes we actually had specific days and we would know a schedule of which characters we would be playing mm -hmm. so whenever i would go into the hair and makeup trailer they would always start either with umbre or they would start with zora um and while i was in the chair and getting ready that was when i would get into character and on the days that we were playing our doppelgangers it was probably like really silent on set like nobody was talking but <sighs> on the days while we were just playing the regular wilson family you know, um, it was very lively. Everybody was talking, having fun, you know, just being our normal selves because that was the characters that we related to the most. But while we were playing our evil selves, I don't think that a lot of people talked. It was like, <laughs> the weirdest, it was the weirdest feeling, um, especially with Lupita. She would get into character. She was, she's very much a method actor. Mm -hmm. So she, she would get into character maybe like, like three hours before we would start shooting. Um, wow. I think I would get in maybe like a half hour or an hour before we would get started. Um, so that was that was a very interesting process. <laughs> were there times where you were like the normal character and someone else was their doppelganger? Yes. Um, sometimes we would like split in half with the family. Like sometimes it would be me and Evan who played my little brother um and we would be our normal selves and then uh lupita and winston would have been their doppelgangers and that would be that would be very interesting because evan and i would just be you know hanging around just chilling and they would be <laughs> in character not talking or like grunting and it was like it's crazy it was such a crazy set but i think that what i was most shocked about is how fast we shot that you know with basically having to shoot everything twice you know that was kind of that was insane to me i have to ask because my mind has been thinking about it ever since you like mentioned it um did you ever reach out to like dove cameron because this is giving me like live and maddie where you she oh played like God. two characters and did you ever like <laughs> ask for not. advice or anything i did not but that sh that would have been so cool wait a minute <laughs> yeah i know like i don't know I never even thought about that, but she had been doing that for what, like four years, three yeah. years? Yeah, um, and that process has always intrigued me. So just so like hearing that. you talk yeah. about it is so cool. She's like played every scene. She's done every scene twice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Playing Maddie and playing Liv. That's crazy. Where did you have a double that, that you kind of stood in for your other character? What yeah. Did you know? I did have a double um, and she, it was really crazy. I met her on like literally the first day that I was on set on the NBC lot and her name was, oh yeah, her name was Yindra Zayas and she, she was, um, she literally looked exactly like me. We had the exact same build, That's... The same hair, same height, same everything. And we were like, oh my gosh. And I originally, I thought that she was like, I thought that she was older than me. I was like, oh, are you like 17, 16? Like, how old are you? Because I was 13 at the time. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm 23. And I was like, <laughs> that's insane. It was that's, crazy. That's and so cool. Like, how did they find you? How... <laughs> How did they find everybody? Because oh, everybody's double looked exactly like them, except for Evans, because they had like they had a um, they had a girl playing him for her for his double because he was mm. so short. So it was it was kind of crazy. The whole thing was insane. No, um, were there ever times where uh, I, I assume you did tutoring on set, right? Yes. Were there ever times where you had to switch between both characters, but also at the same time switch out of snap out of both of them and then go into like learning mode? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, we shot most of the movie during the summer, so I didn't okay. have to do school 
for most of shooting. But then we started getting into like the September shoots, which would start with, you know, getting into school and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of my school was done basically on the beach because uh, uh, at the end of that, that was kind of cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We were shooting all of the beach scenes, all of our vacation scenes. So that was that was really great. Um, but usually I would start by getting into my Zora costume and everything. And then I would shoot for a minute and then they would be like, oh, yeah, school time. And then I had to stop from, you know, crying and stuff and like get into school. And it was just it was a crazy switch. And sometimes your body doesn't really know you know, if you're acting or not like that, that kind of, that kind of, um, what's the word? That kind of switch can be so weird for your body and your mind, like just spiritually, that mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even know when to turn it off. So sometimes it would feel weird for the rest of the day, because I just got finished from like, being terrified of myself and, you know, crying all day and being dehydrated to like, you know, just being regular shahadi. That was like the weirdest feeling for me. Yeah. It's always such a tricky thing trying to transition like from the emotional and I'm also I'm I'm sure the playing Umbre was also a challenge of its own yeah Um, but it's always such a it's such a weird and sometimes sometimes when you're when you're doing an emotional scene and they say okay go to school you're like I can't I like my brain doesn't have the capacity to do it right now you know I really do need to keep working on that because that is the it's the craziest feeling I'm like I I don't know what to do now (laughs) yeah yeah props to you that process is like crazy just doing like a scary movie and just doing dramatic scenes in general to like doing two different characters at the same time like all of it's just like incredible so like props to you you even got like nominated for awards and stuff like that for your role so like well deserved it was so cool thank you so much yeah no worries after playing young Nala in The Lion King on Broadway, uh, a few years later, you got to revisit the story in the project and you voiced young Nala in yeah. the in the <laughs> live action version. Um, and you voiced young Beyonce. I mean, what the <laughs> heck is this? Um, how cool was that? Like, you, I saw that you got to meet Beyonce. Like, what was that first encounterment like? Well, I was really hoping to meet her while we were shooting, but we all had separate scenes. So we would never actually overlap when it came to actually like being in the studio. So I met her at the premiere, which was still awesome. Um, Anytime meeting Beyonce would be great. You know, (laughs) I don't really care about the time or the place, but um, it was, it was so fantastic seeing her. And she actually, she approached me first. Uh, while I was just like standing there because I heard that she was like around and uh, she was like wait you're my you're my Nala right and I was like yeah and I was like it was so so crazy and like I think the first thing that I noticed about her was like the way that she smells she smells amazing she smells like I don't know how to explain it she smells like happiness like (laughs) that's how she smells wow that's awesome yeah no, I mean, like, come on, you meet Beyonce for the first time on the red carpet, like, what the heck, like, just, you're already on, like, another, like, you're in another, like, zone just because you're already on the red carpet and it's the premiere of your movie, and then you're meeting Beyonce, and oh my god, like, that's so cool. That's Sorry, I just had a fangirl. Sorry, no, yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're processing it, um, 
do you like the process of like voicing a character uh like and what you do yeah i do like it i think that animation is something that i've always been really interested in and you know being nala just like since Broadway and in the film, like it's been such a familiar character to me that I really cannot get away from. And (laughs) I think that it's like, it it was just such a fun process to revisit that again after, you know, being on Broadway and having to do that every single night, Um, you know, and then going into the film, I felt like there was just like this rush that came back, like from my Lion King days and being on Broadway, running around the Minskoff theater, it brought back so many memories. Um, And it was, it was just, it was such a great process for real. What was the audition process for that like? It was actually, it was actually really, really short. That was probably my fastest audition process ever. I just sent in, I think that it was after my acting class, we got the audition and they were like, my agents were like, oh, we need this like right now, like right now, like as soon as possible. And we were already at like, where were we? Like Pearl Studios or like Ripley or something. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all know where that is. And we were like, well, we have like the space right now. Let's just rent out a space really quickly and, you know, try it. And I already knew the lines. I knew that. I was familiar with it. And the song, Easy, we recorded that. And then I would say maybe a month and a half later, we got the call that I booked it. And Sarah Finn, um, she called and she was like, yeah, that was it. You got the role. That was it. <laughs> No, no callback, no, no nothing. It was just one self tape, and I was like, wow. "Oh no, okay." And you did it kind of on on the on the <laughs> run, just out and about. Yes, wow. um, that was. I feel like the most stressful auditions for me are the ones that I get, and the ones that I actually like, like and enjoy. I don't usually book those. It's usually <laughs> the ones that I don't really like. The ones that I'm never gonna watch. The ones that make me cringe are the ones <laughs> that I do not like. They just want me to be uncomfortable. <laughs> That's so interesting. So you said that like the lines were the same in anything like for the movie was basic. Was it basically the same script as Broadway? Like basically the same for real. Wow, a lot of so lines cool. were so similar. It was it was crazy, and I was like, oh, I know this. <laughs> I've done this before. This seems like deja vu. <laughs> when you were recording, did you ever like somehow like get into the choreography or something? A little bit because I would always, you know, I would um I would always remember the choreography and whenever I heard the songs, I would kind of like do it in my head a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, we were while on Broadway, we would do Just Can't Wait to Be King and we would be on those tall ostrich puppets all the time while oh, doing that. Yeah. Well, I would be doing like that sitting choreography while I was singing just like to get into it and it was it brought back a lot of memories. Wow. That's awesome. And now for a brief intermission to get a beverage, go to the bathroom, whatever you need. After all, we are at the theater. Well, our home theaters. But you get to gist. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No so you now have a brand new Amazon series called yeah. Them Covenant. Mm-hmm. Are you currently uh, filming that right now? We actually just finished shooting, I would say maybe two months ago. Oh. Yeah. Because our production got shut down for COVID back in March. And the funny thing was, and this is probably the most annoying thing, it was probably my last day of shooting and I had like maybe one or two scenes left to do. And they were no. like, yeah, we have to shut it down. And I was like, oh my God. No. <laughs> and oh. I didn't know when we were going to actually be going back to LA. We like, everything was so unknown. So I was like, oh wow. Like on the last, on literally the last day we got shut down. Um, and then we continued shooting um, back in September. Uh, yeah, it was September, September. Um, so I went back to shoot that and we finished like my last two scenes. Everybody, I looked taller. Like it was <laughs> a whole thing of trying to get continuity back oh. when we were in March because I, I sprout up like crazy. <laughs> um, so that was, that was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. What is filming in the era of COVID like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of tough for me. You know, we had to get COVID tests every day, every day on set. Um, it wasn't too bad. They didn't have to like go up in my brain or whatever. It was kind of like just a swab, which was... It was enjoyable. It was a little uncomfortable, but it was fine. And then we would have to wear our masks, like probably until they were saying rolling, we had to wear our masks and then take them off really quickly. And then as soon as they were done, put them back on. Um, And then during lunch, you know, we have to wear like our face shields and everything. It was like a whole thing. Um, But it wasn't too like inconvenient, except that like, you know, you can't be like hugging people. I didn't get to like hug my cast when I got the Wow. So that was tough, but it was, at least we got to do that. We got to act together again, you know, doing some crazy, crazy scenes. Um, And that was, that was great. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have like, was it weird just like being in a role and just filming and you kind of are finding your groove and it's like the last couple of days and then just going away from it and then coming back? Like, what was that? Totally. You know, when I was reading the script again, you know, all the memories were flooding back. There were actually, there was a script that, uh, and an episode that I could not actually read because it was like too much for me, I guess, for me and the girl who plays my little sister, Melody. I couldn't read that one. So everything was a little bit confusing for the last episode that I was shooting, but I was like, okay, I'll figure it out along the way, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really know what happens kind of in the middle of that, but (laughs) it was great. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So when we all watch this on Amazon Prime, we're all gonna be like looking for their masks hanging out of their pockets. And out like, yeah. <laughs> I really hope that they didn't catch that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they can edit it out. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. On the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So what can you tell us a, a little bit about it? Like, when is it? Do you guys have a release date yet? Or um. I know that they said like around March or like sometime like that, but with COVID and everything, I think that it might have changed. I'm not too sure. Um, I do have to figure that out. But uh, we also did have a date for the trailer, which was back in like October, which that did not happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that everything really did just get pushed a little bit. So we do have to figure out when that's actually releasing. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So say your social media handle really quickly, just so like everyone can like keep up to date on when that comes out. Oh yeah, it's at Shahadi S H A H A D I on Instagram and basically everything. <laughs> awesome. And and one last thing before we go, uh, you you are part of this podcast series called Six Minutes, right? Yes, yes. And I what? actually I finished shooting that a little while ago, but that was. That was a little part that a lot of people don't know, and that's how I got into voiceover. You know, that was really great for me. Was it the first voiceover you ever did? Um, yeah, yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, that was the first one. No um, way. I was pretty, I was pretty uh, comfortable with doing voiceover for for Lion King, um, because I got I booked Lion King after that, so I knew how the experience was with mm-hmm. being in the booth all day and kind of just going through the scripts and everything. It was, it was great. Yeah. So you already knew what it was like. That's, yeah. that's honestly, Eli and I were, were reading the, uh, the, basically the, the tagline, what it was about. Oh, yeah. It was mm-hmm. awesome. This epic yeah. sci-fi story. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's so cool. Sorry, that's just so cool. I don't know, like, you know, like, obviously, a lot of podcasts are like this, where you have you have like friends just like having a conversation or something like that. Um, So it's interesting that it was like a scripted podcast. Like, did you? Did you? I don't know, like, guess I did you I guess, like, know what was like, happening like did you get to record with other people like or was it just your lines we would all record all together which was Mm -hmm. great and we would uh we would get little snacks and we would get to talk sometimes it was it was a lot of fun um I remember I got to record my most of my scenes with um Lily Brooks who used to play oh yeah sister she was really really great I love and miss her (laughs) oh I love I love your gradual uh just evolution from Broadway to film. I love how you how you started out Broadway show immediately after Broadway show and then you did like a film Broadway show. Yes. And then around that time you did a, pretty much a TV show but with no visuals. Yeah. And yeah. then and then and then from there you I which came first us or Lion King? Um, well, I shot Lion King first, mm. but us came out first. Ah. <laughs> so yeah. then, so then you did another pr- film, but with no visuals, and then, and then, oh my god, that's it's it's, it's the coolest <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, and the switch from you know Broadway and you know musicals and switching into horror was kind of weird for me. Um, but I, I absolutely love horror. It's probably one of my favorite genres to watch and, you know, just to be a part of, but, uh, my mom says that after, after them covenant, uh, I shouldn't do as much horror anymore. Cause I don't want to get pigeonholed boxing to just mm. doing horror sure. all the time. So <laughs> would so, you ever consider coming back to Broadway? Um, oh, most definitely. Yeah. Maybe when, maybe when I'm older, more like secure and everything because Broadway, you know, that takes a lot of work it takes a lot of work and I'm pretty sure that my parents don't want to be driving me and doing that all again I don't even want to make them do that again that was mm, <laughs> probably right. exhausting. um but I would I would most definitely do it again for sure so, so you say you want to do uh you want to do you want when you go forward you want to do stuff other than horror do you yeah. have a type of project that you, that you want to do 
Oh, completely. Yeah. I love drama. Like I love drama roles. Dramatic roles are, are so intriguing to watch. You know, I want to like kind of make my rounds in like all genres kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I over quarantine, me and another one of my actor friends from um, the show This Is Us. She's a dramatic actor. We actually created a little film during quarantine, which was really cool. Um, And we've kind of just been working on that for the whole time. We didn't think that it was like gonna go anywhere, but we just had like a little pitch with our agents, which was kind of cool. That's awesome. Anything more, but that was, we each had like a vision for like the roles that we really, really wanted to play, um, but we never really got the chance to. So we were like, why don't we just do it ourselves? Bring it yourself. (laughs) Do it ourselves, yeah. I love it. That's so cool. I I just, I absolutely adore people who do that because I think that takes so much courage and it also takes so much creativity um it does you know really like putting yourself out there and like creating something is really vulnerable and that's not something that I've always been like too comfortable with so it's really like bringing me out of my comfort zone yeah how did you do it did you do it through zoom and stuff like that yeah zoom and facetime and you know we would just facetime and you know work on our treatment and everything and storylines characters lookbooks we would do all of that on facetime and zoom Um, and then we would like literally just show our parents, um, you know, what we've been working on like every single week and they would give us notes and, you know, we would go back and fix it. It was a great experience. I I love that, um, you're kind of building that other skill of writing. Is there, are there other, um, I know you said that when you were young, you thought you were going to be a dancer. Um, but is there any other, uh, I guess a medium of the entire arts Mm -hmm. industry is there something like directing or do you want to continue writing that are are there any things that you want to try doing or or you're interested in going into yeah well I mean like I've always loved to write I love writing so much you know like even in school I'm really good at writing essays I just like don't really like doing homework but I (laughs) But I do love writing. So this is something very interesting for me. And I, I, it's my first time actually writing something professional. And my parents have always taught me about writing ever since I was young. My mom still corrects me on my grammar every single day. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's always like, you have to do interviews like you're writing something, you know, make sure that it's perfect. Um, my parents, so, are, my parents I, are the same way. Yep. Yeah. You already know. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's helpful though. It's, it works. It does. It does. I, it's, it's annoying, but it works. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, I've always loved to write. I feel like I would, if I wasn't like an actor or if this acting thing doesn't work out, I would probably be a writer. Um, I, I think it's worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like it. it's worked out yeah. and worked out and then worked out more. <laughs> Maybe like some kind of like an executive producer or a producer like that would be, that would be really, really cool for me. Or both. I could always do both. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I'm in the same boat as you, actually. If I if I wasn't an actor, um, I would yeah. definitely be a writer as well. It sounds amazing. And I feel like people, like hearing actors and, you know, talented actors kind of just like reciprocate the work that you want and kind of bring your vision to life sounds so interesting to me. I would love to do that. What do you like to write? Do you like to write about like kind of your stories and experience or do you kind of like fiction? I love I guess I like realistic fiction um, Mm -hmm. better. I feel like writing about different stories that I don't personally have experience in, but trying to create accurate like representation um, is really fun for me. 
Wow, that's so cool. Everything you do, you just you you just kill it. And um, from the start of the of I guess your life, but also the the start of when you first got into the business, um, and keep killing it, dude. You're Thank you are you. awesome. You're incredible, and we're so so happy you came on. Thank you. Thank Seriously. you. Seriously. For real. Thank you for talking to us. Thanks for ha- ch- chatting with us. And we wish you all the best luck in the new year. It's 2021. New start, new year. We you look forward do. to oh seeing your name out there. Seriously. Hopefully we can. I'm so excited to see what else you do. I... Yeah. Thank you so much. For real. Take a bow, Shahadi Wright Joseph. Woot woot. Woo. Oh my God. That was so fun. Literally. I mean, she had so many great things to say, and it was cool to hear, like you mentioned earlier in the intro, um, just about like that she went two for two on her first two auditions. Like, it's so hard to land one audition, and she was batting a hundred, uh, a hundred percent at, um, yeah, at, between her first two auditions. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it was like she, it was like she was like shot out of a cannon and just zoom. Yeah, it's actually interesting. I also booked my first two auditions ever. What? Yeah. Wait, explain which auditions. It was for A Christmas Story and then Mary Poppins. Those were like my first two ever like auditions and like for like professional theater. And I booked both of them and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. You know... It's so interesting. I, I mentioned this uh, in the in the beginning of the like actually like the the actual episode. Um, but I always love hearing about everyone gets their start in the business because yeah. it's always super different. Like Kelly O'Hara in our podcast with her, she was talking about how she got her start a little later than than us. And and you know some people start out in the business and they just they go on auditions and auditions and auditions and auditions and it takes forever to finally book something i think for me it took about a year for me to finally book something i think i went on just tens and tens of auditions before i before i booked something um and uh and then after that it also once again took a, a couple of years to so like fun home that was i started acting when i was 6 and i got fun home when i was 9 so that was a three-year difference, um, but it's just so—it's just so interesting hearing how everyone's start is different. Seriously, and like Queen Kelly O'Hara said on our last episode, <laughs> it's all about timing. It's all about timing. So, everyone and, has their own and time. And look at that! Look at look at how that timing worked out for you. Um, so, exactly, and, so true. Yeah, um, but also, I mean, just hearing the the process of her. Uh, filming us is just so fascinating to me i i I don't know i don't know why i i've always just been super super interested in that ever since like i heard live and maddie which is like a disney channel show did that and the fact that like she did that and like lived it i was just so excited to hear what she had to say on that and what the way that they did it just and having a double that looked exactly like her like all of that stuff is just so cool to me for for those who don't know i know we talked about live and maddie during the actual thing but it live and maddie uh dove cameron is the actor who plays both live and maddie and live and maddie are twins Mm -hmm. and and i i don't know if the process was they were always going to just get a single actor to play both twins or they were going to Try, but, to get real try to twins. get real twins but anyway they went with the incredible dove cameron um who shahadi worked with in hairspray live uh as we've already established but um and and they're two completely different characters uh and i think the range that comes with playing 
uh, either twins, but in Shahadi's instance, her doppelganger, that takes so much range. Right. I mean, you really have to play complete opposites, you know? So it, it just goes to show, you know, how far that range really is because it's from 100% to another 100%, you know? Yep. So, yeah, it's it's incredible. And just, like, her stories of meeting Beyonce and then just telling her, uh, us telling about talking about filming during COVID and that all of that fun things, the, the new projects that she's worked on through the quarantine and all of that. I this love is really writing her own thing now. That's so yeah. cool. I can't wait. Yeah, seriously. I, I can't wait to keep up with that and go follow her social media so you can uh, just keep up on all of all things with Shahadi. Um, yeah. And um, this is really this is really a guest of ours who you really need to like look out for because in the next coming wow. years, she's going to be a really big star. So we were so excited to talk to her. And I mean, she already on. is, but, but yeah, just, seriously. Just she's just incredible. Seriously. Well, it's been a big week for take about. Um, so obviously it's been the holiday season and it was Merry Christmas. Sid, how was your Christmas? I hope everyone listening had a great Christmas for all who celebrate or happy holidays. My Christmas was so good. How was yours? It was great. I can't complain. Uh, It was a rare time where both of my parents were off from work. Um, So I I actually got to spend time and it was all five of us, me and my my parents and my two siblings. Um, So it was we we had so much fun just like. (sighs) playing games, relaxing, watching TV, football games, all of that fun stuff. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. I was that. really excited. Yeah, it was great. Time with the fam. Always. <laughs> and uh, another thing that it has been happening lately is, I don't know, if, for those of you following us on social media, you guys may know we've been posting like clips from like video episodes of the podcast. And we now have all of our full episodes uh, video episodes um, on our Patreon. So those are available for all patrons in the $20 a month category, which is- the, And above, and above. Yeah, and above. And it's called the incredibly remarkable the Ring of Key category. <laughs> the Ring of Key holder, excuse me. Um, so if you're- uh, if you are enjoying these podcasts and you think it would be fun to like actually like watch it, uh, go check it out. And it's on our Patreon. So in the second you become a patron, you'll get access from that. And uh, yeah, so it's been fun. We've been getting great responses from it. And yeah. Yeah. And we don't have every single one of the episodes due to, you know, due to us starting out, but also due to guest preferences. Um, but but every every guest that we've recorded visually, we, we have on there. Also, just a quick note, the ones of Sydney, it's also just the interview. Yeah. So it's not like the full episode, the things that Sydney and I record on our own, uh, we don't usually record them. So um, it's just the part with the guests that we record. Right. So we have like three episodes of just Sydney and I, and obviously those aren't recorded. So it may look like less are in there, but they're they're in there i promise (laughs) um so yay uh another fun thing that is happening in just actually it's happening tomorrow if you're listening to this the day it comes out and it's the ratatouille musical which tiktok started it was released oh my god 
What a cast. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. it one of our past guests, Andrew Barth Feldman. He's he's gonna play he's gonna play what is it? Alfredo. Alf- Alfredo Linguini is oh his name. Oh my gosh. He is the human. He's the human in Ratatouille. He's the human. And Ashley Park is playing his girlfriend. I thought that was incredible. And then, oh and on top of that, you have like Broadway legends like Wayne Brady, Titus Burgess, Andre DeShields, Priscilla Lopez, Mary Tetsta. And then you <laughs> you bring in Adam Lambert to the mix. <laughs> what? Like... When and Kevin when is Chamberlain, this? Who was, oh yes, of who course. Was, who was I... who was like the person who who one of the people who started it on TikTok? Right, and I actually believe that he wrote something for it. <gasps> oh my I, gosh! But I could be wrong. I, I have to fact check that. Um, and another thing too is like, it's so funny because when all of this kind of started on TikTok and it was kind of just a thought, it wasn't until Andrew Barth Feldman like sang a song that someone wrote from it that it really started picking up speed and was wow. like actually a something that could actually happen and i don't know about you but like after thinking about it like i think that ratatouille could make an incredible musical yeah it is and, it is by far by far my favorite disney pixar movie of all time yeah disney just keeps killing it on broadway you know <laughs> <laughs> but and this wasn't even them like disney theatrical it was like literally tiktok no. so if you want to support the actors fund and you want to check out some new art that's being created at the moment go check out ratatouille the musical and all you'll, you'll have to donate to the actors fund to get uh, a spot at the reading and it's going to be a great time and i'm really looking forward to that oh, it's the best Yay. Okay, so here is our uh entertainment business lingo of the of the <laughs> week. Uh, Eli, we'll have you explain this one, but it is it, our lingo is something called a ghost light. Um and it sounds very mysterious and it kind of is a little bit. Uh but Eli, go ahead and and tell everyone what that is if they don't already know. Before I start, we have, we have to figure out a name for this. Honestly, um, we do. This entertainment lingo is just too much. I love hearing it, and it's always so funny, which honestly is a great reason to keep it. But, like, if anyone has name suggestions, please very, let us know. It's very We've clunky. tried brainstorming. Yes, can you just comment on whatever? I don't know. Okay, so a ghost light is this light and and it's not necessarily a lamp um it's this tall lamp i guess you could say and it has a cord and it sits at the like middle of the stage and it legend has it that when, every when, theater, when the stage is not being occupied like during right times. during the day when the cast isn't there and the crew isn't there it, it will be on and like at night when it's like you're done with the show and actually immediately after the show when the curtain comes down they will put the ghost light out there because all the lights are usually shut off um and actors are just like getting into their street clothes getting ready to leave um so if anyone has actually been backstage after a show at a broadway theater you'll have you may have seen a ghost light on that theater stage um but legend has it that every theater has a their own ghost um and that someone uh kind of like watches the theater uh for per se um but the ghost light is the, i mean it obviously has everyone views it differently but a ghost light also like 
scares away the ghost. So the ghost isn't going to want to go into the light. So it's kind of like protecting everybody inside of the theater and the theater itself that like nothing bad is going to happen yeah. if this guilt slight is there. Um, and it's just like, it, I don't know, it's just like a regular kind of lamp that's like yeah. just sitting at the stage. So, I mean, the word itself, ghost light, is kind of self-explanatory. Um, and honestly, it's, it's been- most. Yeah, and it's it's been a thing and a tradition, I guess you could say, for a, a very long time. Yeah, and from a practical perspective, it, it makes sense because when you're first going into the theater, especially the lighting crew and, and all of the, the, you know, just the crew of the show, when they go into the theater, it's really dark. So they need some right. kind of light to try and find all of the all of the lighting equipment and everything. So the ghost light helps with that. Yeah, so there's there's lots of fun things that the ghost light can do and if you saw finding neverland they they had a great like scene about it um and then it went into this beautiful song uh so you may have heard it before from like a show because i'm sure shows mention it all the time especially like the shows within a show yeah. um if that makes any sense and yeah, yeah, yeah that is our entertainment lingo of the week <laughs> yes please to help us find another name um, <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but but this episode was so much fun we can't thank shahadi enough for coming on and talking to us it was a blast and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um sid it's been real i can't believe it but i'll see you in the new year oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. the new year too it's a fresh <laughs> Right, everyone have a happy new year and it is a fresh start 2021 let's make it as good as it can be um oh my goodness 2020 was a lot for a lot of people um but we're so thankful that we had the opportunity to continue to entertain thanks to you guys thanks to all of you who are listening um, and we look forward to keeping it up in 2021 and giving you all some more entertainment. Yeah, and regardless of when you joined the the podcast family, whether you're here from the beginning or or whether this is your first episode, we are so excited to take y'all into the new year, and we're just excited to continue this journey with you, and your support means the world. So thank you. Thank you so much, Shahadi, uh, for being a, a wonderful just way to end out the year uh we hope to see you next year <laughs> that was so corny that was so corny no but we 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 hope to see you next episode we have a great guest sick beat am i right for our curtain call we wanted to give a few special thank yous to nikki torsha and cormac Collinon for our amazing music giselle bustos for designing our logo and tessie tokash and sydney lucas for editing our episodes Feel free to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are currently listening to us from. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help of Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Brittany Bigelow, and Katie Rosen at the Broadway Podcast Network, as well as our top patrons, Henry Friedman, Brian Thompson, PCC, and Patrick McNamara. Speaking of, if you enjoyed this week's episode of Take a Bow, go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash TAB and become a patron today. Through our Patreon, you will form a relationship with us and get an inside look on what goes into this podcast. To learn more about this podcast, visit bpn.fm forward slash takeabow and follow us on Instagram at takeaboutpodcast where you can contact us with any feedback, suggestions, or questions and keep up with all things takeabout. See you next week. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.